This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Agun Erev Shabbos Rav Oisai. Erev Shabbos Chazoin. Today we're going to have three shurim. Insights on Parshas Devarim. Impandrels on Parshas Devarim. And a little bit about Shabbos Chazoin. I want to take this opportunity uh, to invite everyone to our shul on Tisha B'Av. We have a very meaningful program. Shachris is 9 a.m., followed by Kinnas, with explanation, elucidation, and historical background. And I'm just returning now from Spain and Portugal, which was the site of, of course, Inquisition, expulsion. And uh, I learned a lot about that era. And I would like to speak about how it relates to Tishabov and how it relates to the times that we're living in. So... If anyone is in the neighborhood or even in the general area, I think uh, you, um, it will be very meaningful. Everyone is invited to join us for Tisha B'Av morning. It should be transformed into a Yom Tif. If anybody wants to sign up uh, to the email list, um, I, I recommend that. This way you know what time all the shiurim are and all the updates. Um, you could subscribe go to rabbidg.com and you just uh, hit the subscribe button. Okay, so let's begin with the first year on um, <coughs> Divrei Torah on uh, Parshas Devarim. Here we go. Okay. Rashi tells us in the beginning of the Parsha that this is... Uh, at the end of the life of Moshe Rabbeinu, and Moshe Rabbeinu is rebuking the Jewish people before his demise, before he passes on. And Rashi says that Moshe tells Ruvain, um, Moshe Rabbeinu tells Klal Yisrael, I'm rebuking you now before I die, but not earlier. Similar to when Yaakov Avinu told Ruvain, um, uh, Yaakov Inu rebuked Ruvain, but he didn't do so until before his death. And Rashi explains, Amar Ruvain Bani, Yaakov says to Ruvain, Ani Why didn't I rebuke you all these years? Because I didn't want you to forsake me and go cling to Esav. Basically, we understand what Rashi means is that Yaakovina was afraid that if he would tell Ruvain off, Ruvain would be so demoralized and, depre- and uh, hurt that he would leave the house. But Rashi uses a Lushan that Ruvain would actually cling to Esav. That um, Yaakov was afraid to rebuke Ruvain, lest Ruvain go and cling to Esav. And I just wondered, did Yaakov really think that Ruvain would enter into a partnership with Esav? I understand I mean, he's afraid he's going to run away from home, but, you know, what, what would, why would Yaakov suspect that Ruvain would join forces with Esav? So I'm not sure. Maybe part of it is that Ru- Yaakov was afraid that Ruvain would find in Esav a kindred sp- spirit. Think about it. They were both firstborn, and they both lost their firstborn. Esav sold it in a moment of weakness, and Ruvain lost it because he was impetuous. So maybe Yaakov was afraid to rebuke Ruvain and say, Ruvain, uh, Yes, 
Because Ruvain would say, I lost the birthright, I'll go hook up with Esav. And also, you know, another, another idea is maybe Ruvain would have thought, you know, Esav should have been my real father. Because Esav was supposed to marry Leah. So in a way, maybe Ruvain's going to think, you know, my own father disowns me. That shows that, you know, Providence should have had it. Esav should have been my father. So maybe that's another factor in why Yaakov was afraid that Ruvain would run off and join forces with Esav. Okay, here's a thought. It occurred to me in Portugal. Um, you know, we have a tradition from the Gra that there are a little bit less than 6,000 psukim in the Torah. And uh, each pasuk corresponds to a year in world history. The year the Rambam was born is the year 4,895. And the 4,895th pasuk in the Torah reads as follows. Be'eber ha'yardin ha'zois Across the Jordan in the land of Moav, Moshe began to teach the Torah. So the year of the birth of the Rambam, 4895, corresponds perfectly to the Pasuk. Moshe began to teach the Torah. So this is a remez to the birth of the Rambam, who was born in the year 4895, and he expounded and explicated the Torah for Klai So when I was in Portugal, it hit me, why is this alluded to in the beginning of Devarim? The answer is very simple, because the Rambam um, exp- wrote the Sefer, Mishnah Torah. Therefore the Remez to him is in the beginning of Mishnah Torah. But then when I was on the plane on the way home, the following hit me. Why does it say Be'eretz Mayav? Uh, the reason it says Be'eretz Mayav because the Rambam was a descendant of King David. So therefore the Remez to the Rambam includes in it Be'eretz Mayav, because the Rambam is sourced in the land of Maya from David HaMelech. Okay. Another idea. You know, just reading the Parsha, one of the main ideas discussed in the Parsha is the Ched HaMaraglam, where the Torah goes through and describes the sin of the spies and how it caused the Jewish people to have to wander in the Midbar for 40 years. So do you think it's a coincidence that we always read Parshas Devarim the week before Tisha Because Tisha is mourning that was induced by the sin of the Meraglam. And therefore the most appropriate Torah reading is the uh, rebuke of the Jewish people for the Ched HaMeraglam, Parshas Devarim. You could make the case the main subject of Parshas Devarim is the Ched HaMeraglam and a rebuke for the Meraglam. And therefore it comes out, we see great Hashkacha that... This is the parsha that's uh, the Shabbos before Tisha because the sin of the Meraglim Hakadosh Baruch Hu said <coughs> Hakadosh Baruch Hu said that you cried for nothing. I'll give you a good reason to cry, and we've said over many times from the Baal Nasiway Samishbat that that tear of the Meraglim is still on our cheeks. We're still crying that that cry. That's what it means. V'dimasa alechaya. Her tear is still on her cheek. And therefore we, our Avodah on Tisha B'av is to rectify the sin of the Meraglim who had apathy to Eretz Yisrael. One last idea. In Devarim, 
we are rebuked. Regarding this, you don't have trust in God. You don't believe in God. God told you you're going to go into Eretz Yisrael. You didn't believe in Him. I think we see in this pasuk a great lima zechus on Klal Yisrael. How do we see a great lima zechus? We're being we're being chastised. We're being castigated that we don't believe in Hashem. No, you have to look carefully. In this matter, you don't believe in Him. Meaning, this is the only fault of the Jewish people. This is the only thing that we had lack of emuna. But regarding everything else, regarding every other mitzvah, regarding every other promise, regarding every other assurance, we had absolute faith. It's just badavar hazei nechem aminim. So yeah, at first glance, it looks like we're being uh, labeled as heretics. But if you look carefully, it's only badavar hazei. It's only regarding everything else Hashem assured us we did believe in Him. So these are some uh, ideas on Parshas Devarim. And now I want to share with you the imponderables. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.